Welcome to the Be Your Own Muse podcast. I'm your host, Katie Skinner. I'm a certified life and success coach, wellness junkie, career writer, keynote speaker, mentor, serial entrepreneur, and big time dreamer. My podcast is for the self-love junkie, the creative hustler type with the big heart, spiritually curious dreamers and believers out there who want to tap into their own magic. This podcast is for you if you want to tune out the noise and tune into your heart. Time to say no to what's not aligned and say yes to what your soul craves. Grab the microphone, Rockstar, because when you are your own muse, you are unstoppable. Hey, muses. I just wanted to say hello, and I wanted to share with you... um, a recording that I found in the archives of the Be Your Own Muse podcast. Um, I'll share a little bit more what I mean by that. But essentially, I when I first started my podcast, um, I was a little a little bit open with this, actually, not too open. But it was really, really challenging for me to just create this podcast. So if any of you are like, oh, I want to start a YouTube channel, I want to start a podcast, um, but you're, you haven't yet, because there's like questions around the tech, like the technical, the name, the branding, like you're just not having this vision that's not coming together yet. Just know that I really, really related to that. I think I said to everybody for like over a year and a half that I was going to make a podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's coming. It's coming. My podcast is coming. And then the day would come where I told everybody it was going to happen. And um, I'll make another podcast episode actually on like how to create your desires, like how to bring your desires into fruition. That's actually something I teach my one-on-one clients a lot and something I've create, uh, taught in the creative initiation um, and in the um, the writer's room, which is my, one of my one-on-one offerings. Um, but I could just make more podcasts about it, podcast episodes about it, and just kind of give you that like quick and dirty, um, not as detailed, of course, uh, not as... Um, you know, not taking you necessarily through the process, but giving you some background information that you can take with you. Of course, I always pump my podcasts full of value um, for anybody just kind of like take some bite-sized pieces on with their day. Anyway, I digress. Um, so I wanted this episode to be a little bit of background. Um, one, I wanted to give you some archive, an archive of an episode that I filmed and I wanted this to be the first episode. Um, I recorded it. It's about 27 minutes long. So um, you'll get to listen to that in about a minute. Um, but I I listened to I found it again today. And I listened to it. I was like, oh, what's this? It's dated for like, uh, July 2019. So a year and a half ago, which to me feels like a lifetime ago, like I was probably just an entirely different person at that point. Um, But I remember feeling so inspired to create this podcast. I had so many, um, so much, so much of a vision, such a big vision in my head. Um, And I had so many stories I wanted to tell. But when it came down to sit down and record and create it and put it together and brand it and write show notes, that was just way too much. But I knew it was something I had to do. Um, So um, this 
recording this archive I listened to it and I was actually kind of blown away I was like wow I was I just like had that passion in the summer of 2019 that I feel a little bit nostalgic for now once we get kind of uh lost in the details of the branding and the colors and the Instagram and the analytics like we can become a little bit detached from the passion um and like just the pure like unadulterated untinkered with um, desire to create and not worry what anybody thought about you. So when I'm listening to this podcast, this, this recording, I really hear a girl who's just like, like just channeling what she was meant to speak about. And I feel so inspired. I mean, really be your own muse, right? Like be your own source of inspiration. Um, you know, take your, give yourself credit for how far you've come. Um, that's what I'm that's what I'm kind of getting at here with this entire podcast. So in this recording that I'll have you listen to, um, you know, and kind of compare and contrast really, or don't, I mean, just like listen to the early stages of Bureau Muse and the message that I really wanted to get out there in my heart before I started to get overwhelmed with analytics and who's listening to what and what country and how can I market this person? How can I brand? Oh no, I had to change my branding. I actually changed my branding halfway through. Um, um, I think it was like pink and rainbow and then it became very like dark blue and beachy vibes and Aphrodite vibes. And I'm still getting clear on that now, um, as I'm recording this, but in this recording that I'll have you listen to, I swear it's coming. Um, I answer the question, what does be your own muse mean? And I know I already have a podcast episode about that. Um, but I really just get into like the the thick of it like I talk about why I chose this what's my vision for the podcast and I offer like a refreshing breakdown for it like I I listened to it and I felt refreshed by my by my own self um and so recently to preface last thing I'll preface this with um back in the end of November I got an email from somebody um as I was like rebranding and like you know, thinking about like tinkering with it and being like, oh, how can I like play around with this and this branding? And how can I bring forth more of the goddess energy and the Aphrodite energy? Because I was actually getting a lot of visions at the time, like a lot of spiritual creative visions. Um, as for those of you who may know, I'm, I was uh, studying to become a Reiki facilitator and become like attuned with Reiki and um, tapping into my spiritual gifts and, you know, looking, um, you know, uh, practicing my clairvoyance and what have you. Um, so I was starting to see more potent dreams of Aphrodite and I started to see the blue and the gold and I started to um, hear the the branding and the messaging around um, where this podcast should go. So right around that time, I get an email um, from somebody concerned about the direction that I'm taking my podcast in. And I'm going to read to you this email and I'm going to play this old recording as that response, uh, which I think is very interesting. It might not make a ton of sense um, because this email was received to me in November 23rd of actually November 22nd of 2020. And the recording that I'm going to play for you is in the archives. Uh, it's from uh, July 2019. Um, that was in a time in my life when I had just manifested my dream apartment. I had just manifested my podcast finally getting started. Um, I felt like I, things were really looking up for me and I just felt so inspired. Um, so, so the email I get says, hi Katie, I've been a listener of your podcast since the beginning. 
I love your personality, your voice, and everything you stand for. You are clearly talented and inspiring. Something about the title of your podcast never sat right with me. As an advocate for spirituality and God, calling yourself, quote, your own muse, close quote, seems anti-God, as in you put yourself before him. Does this make sense? It's not hate against you, but I really don't resonate with your messaging anymore as your branding becomes more centered around the goddess and the human form like Aphrodite. It feels anti-God to me. I'm hoping you change the vain, self-serving vibe this podcast is going in and maybe you'll attract more viewers. Spirituality and mindset are hot topics and I want you to do this right. So, um, end of the email. I actually shared this on, on Facebook because I internalized, I mean, first I'll tell you my perception of this email. Um, I, um, I internalized this fear instantly. I was like, oh my God, I'm in trouble. You know, everybody's gotten that email where they instantly internalize, like you're in trouble. You did something wrong. And so instantly I was like, oh no. But then I was like, you know what? Let me just share this because I have a lot of friends who are, creators, podcasters, speakers, writers, coaches, teachers, um, who, who would, you know, who might have received something like this themselves. And so let's talk about this. Like, let's open up this conversation. So that is why I shared this email publicly. Of course, I cropped off the woman's name. I just posted the screenshot and I got some very, very interesting feedback. I mean, people said some really interesting things. Um, one person said, essentially, uh, one of my friends, Jenny, said, and she's a listener of the podcast. Thank you, Jenny. Um, she said, it's the furthest thing from anti-God. We are one with God. There is nothing disputable about it. You aren't claiming to be, quote, above God, but to be operating as an aspect of God's creation in this world. In other words, take responsibility for your own life and not look to random other flawed humans to worship and be slave to. She also said, also vain and self-serving. We Don't we have to heal ourselves as well as heal humanity? We are each a part of humanity, right? But no, let's just dip, skip step one. Ignore ourselves and only help others. Here I am knowing both can be practiced at once, but she wants to see it a certain way. Um, and Valida, who's also a listener of the podcast, I appreciate you, Valida, said, wow, that is ridiculous because I totally resonate with and love the name. It just goes to show you can't please everyone. How inspiring that you do no matter what other people say. Um, and there was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of comments. Um, I am going to read, uh, one more, one more comment. Um, hang on here. Okay. Sorry. Uh, busy gold actually said something very interesting. I know busy gold, um, commented and she has gotten a lot of, um, I know she's gotten a lot of messages of people concerned about her work and, um, you know, this is not a commentary on like anyone's work or anything like that. I'm just kind of saying like, you know, I feel like she is a bit of an authority in that field. She said, this is how to respond to someone like that. Thanks for your feedback. Every day I embody who I am more and more. And that might mean my podcast takes a turn that no longer aligns with you. I'm good with that. I'm grateful the podcast was a good fit with for you when you need it and wish you all the best in the future. You know, the more that you fully root yourself into the more into yourself more, the more the wrong people will dislike you. And that's a good thing. Clean house, love. People like this are going to pop up with their opinions. And when you can move them along with elegance, you'll be better off. Trust me from having learned the hard way. I wish I had harnessed this skill earlier in my career. Wouldn't have had 80% of the dumpster fires that I did. Proud of you. Keep going. And there was just so many amazing comments I got on that. Um, there was also an interesting debate about whether or not, it's all in the Facebook comments, right? About whether or not we were, quote, you know, bashing this woman or making fun of her. 
Um, and there was some interesting debate about that. Um, one point that I made in the, that realm is that I, excuse me, I was not, um, you know, trying to make fun of this woman I who didn't even have a Facebook and so didn't see that um, the student see that this was being posted. So it's not like I was like making fun of her in front of her, which we were not making fun. Nobody called her a name or I didn't at least a couple people called her some names. Um, but there was an interesting discussion that was popped up around. Um, are you bashing her? Are you tearing her down? Um, and I my intention was just to open this up and air out the like skeletons in the closet because I had a lot of shame around um, feeling like I am vain and self-serving. And I'm telling you, when I downloaded the name Be Your Own Muse, I felt like such a freak. I felt like, oh my gosh, Aphrodite, like muses, like what is going on here? This is just so gluttonous. And like, you know, a lot of the part of my brand is like the naked headless woman. Like I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me post graphics around the naked headless woman. And there's a reason for that. Um, In short, I mean, I could go on a long passionate rant about this, but in short, the naked headless woman is, you know, removing the head, like, it doesn't matter what you look like, it doesn't matter how you identify, it doesn't matter what your hair looks like, it doesn't matter what your, if you have a facial hair, like, it doesn't matter if you have acne, it doesn't matter what your face looks like, um, and also to remove the overthinking, the overheadiness, like, me and everybody who follows me pretty much are smart, heady, intellectual people. We are um, very, very smart. And we have a little bit of trouble dropping into our bodies and trusting ourselves. So, you know, if you're, if you're an intellectual person, a, a good student, you want to learn from other teachers, other people who have, who, who do what you do so that you can ask them good questions and, and learn from them. I mean, that's what we do in school, right? It's like, go to school, learn from the teacher, but to be your own muse is to cut that off, is to cut off the head and to get into the body. Um, and, there's just something also about the anonymity about um, the headlessness. It doesn't matter. It's just the body. And also something about the shock value of the the nudity around the body. Um, <laughs> I think it just like normalizes this normal thing. Like the body is just, it is. And we don't need to have shame around it. And to slightly, slyly normalize it through my branding is something that I feel passionate about. I think it would decrease the amount of violence and shame and stigma. Um, And, you know, somebody brought up the sense of vanity in that email. She brought up the sense of vanity and self-serving vibe of the podcast. And I think that's very interesting because I I grappled with that myself too. Like just, is this vain? Is this self-serving? Are we bad people for taking selfies and whatever? Um, (laughs) And I had to deal with that. I really had to look at that. And this beautiful email served as like such a beautiful mirror for me to reflect and think about it and um, ask myself, is this true? But I really believe that like, like Jenny said in her comment, um, the way through God is through ourselves. Like, I mean, this is not a, this is not a Christian based podcast, but I want to know that whatever your beliefs are, like you are so welcome here. Um, I switch up my language around, um, 
the the word usage and like the verbiage and like it doesn't matter what you what you want to pray to or what you think of as like universal intelligence um i mean you could i can say i say god i say universe i say your your spirit guides your angels you can even say like your own muse like yourself your own vessel and that's something that a lot of people have a really hard time understanding um so i'm going to play you this this recording and it is by no means outdated or old or anything like that and if anything it's from the past for sure but it's refreshing and I'm really proud of what I came up with so the last you know half hour of this podcast will be just me reminding you of how fortunate you are to be your own muse and how divinely guided you are to this message to to receive this information to stop outsourcing your your power and to to tap in um and I also talk at the beginning a little bit about um how this podcast is such a long time coming because it really really was um it it was a lot of inner turmoil I actually got really really sick um one week when I said I'm gonna launch my podcast and then I got really really sick and that to me is just a reflection of the resistance um inside of myself at the time that I was like not ready and there was so much fear of judgment that I needed to pass through and now when I speak now I can just like have my throat chakra feel so open and I'll say something that feels controversial or feels like a a personal opinion or something that someone can like you know fight me on or, or fact check me on and I still feel okay with that Whereas at the beginning, my throat would just like close up if I ever felt like I was saying something that someone could come in and be like, well, actually, or like, didn't you know? Or like, you're so stupid. Like I've had so much trauma around that. And now for me to say that, um, that this, like just to share it. And as I'm speaking, I'm like, I know people are going to be upset about that. I know that this is going to challenge somebody. I know this is going to make somebody want to stop listening. But for me to be the expander um, is all I really want for you. Um, so I'm just going to stop here and I'm going to put you into the, um, put you back, you know, take it back before 2020. <laughs> Give you back those um, summertime DC vibes. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Be Your Own Muse podcast. My name is Katie Skinner, and I'm, it's cliche, but I'm going to say it. I'm so excited to be here talking to you guys. It's been a long, long, long journey, both um, in terms of making this podcast and letting it come to fruition and having all of your beautiful ears here listening, but also gathering up the lessons and feeling worthy to share my story. It is my utmost hope that through telling my story, you will take some nuggets of of, um, inspiration or, you know, thinking of things in a different way so that you can take that home and, and really create your own voice with that so be your own muse to me means yes we look up to all these people yes we admire so many people and we listen to other people talk all day and and you know advice really is a dime a dozen these days um so i 
you know, sidebar, do not take it lightly at all whatsoever that you chose this podcast to listen to today. I am so grateful. Um, even if it's just for the stories, the funny jokes, the, (laughs) the guests that I may have on here or, um, just that, that human connection, right? That's what we like about podcasts. It's not necessarily just to have someone to tell us how to live our lives, but rather, that connection that that you know it's it can feel kind of like calling up a friend and that's something that I want to offer to you guys so um that being said back to what I was saying previously being your own muse to me is you know taking in all these beautiful stories and all these beautiful pictures and articles and headlines and all the things that we see and then being um cognizant about um finding our own voice you know Um, At the end of the day, how can I um, express myself a little bit better after hearing you express yourself? And how can I um, open up my voice and my heart to speak and to see? This is really the bottom line here, folks. The bottom line here is that whatever you see in somebody else is present within you. Because my dear friends, the world is a mirror. You've heard it before. I think just about every self-help book, every good self-help book will mention this at least once. Um, you might have heard it from one of your favorite speakers, one of your your role models, or what have you. But the world is a mirror, and everything that you see in somebody else is present in you first. It is you would not be able to recognize a quality in somebody else. It would not light a part of your brain up. Have you had you not known that it was existing in you first? So that means. I'm hoping that you have this sigh of relief and this excitement as I say this because that means that the next time that you see somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, they're so fabulous. Their ideas are so smart and they're so creative because I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you are very likely a very grateful, amazing, wide-eyed, curious soul who loves to listen to other people and who loves to see the good in others and who loves to maybe sort of collect people who you look up to and, and learn more about them and ask good questions and all these really, really exciting things that um, I I do all day, of course. And I know that the people who are who I attract are like that as well, because that is such an important quality to me is that you look up to others and you learn. And anyway, so my dear friends, I'm telling you that if this is you, just know that that person is you. that person has so many of the same qualities as you do and you would not be able to see their their gloriousness their fabulousness their bravery their fashion sense their creativity their their funky hairstyles whatever it is that lights you up about another person and you might even think like oh i wish i could be like that too I'm telling you that the first step is already made because think of how many people, and this is a topic I'd love to dig into in another episode, but think of how many people are just afraid to compliment others because there's this scarcity mindset that so many people have regarding complimenting and uplifting another. I'm sure that you are no stranger and you've heard the concept of, um, you know, it's seen in women for sure, um, but it's not only 
um, you know, the feminine gender, it's more, it's, it's a universal thing. I think every, everybody has seen this in their own social group, but this like competition-ness, and I don't even like to use the word cattiness, but that's the word that best describes this, um, and competitiveness and cutting each other down and, um, you know, thinking that if you compliment somebody that it means that you're not also great. And that's just the scarcity mindset around how great things can be. And I believe, I mean, I know I've seen it and felt it myself. I know that we live in this world where the more there's no, there's no limit to amazingness. There's no limit to how beautiful the world is and how beautiful somebody can be. Um, Something that you've probably heard if you're in the yoga or spiritual community or you're familiar is the light in me sees the light in you. And that is exactly what I'm talking about here with the light within is so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? When you're stoking and you're caring for and you're building that light within you, you see it more in others. And if you're the kind of person who just compliments so many people and you're the cheerleader in your friend group and you support so many people, that means that it exists within you too. So you need to make sure that you're giving yourself that same love and that same light. And anyway, I, you know, maybe I went off on a tangent. Maybe I said exactly what I needed to say. But that is really the whole basis of the Be Your Own Muse podcast. Um, I just have chills as I'm speaking right now um, because it's such a long, it was such a long way coming. Um, but I also believe that everything happens divinely at the right time. Um, (laughs) so I'm so grateful that you all are here. Um, and for those of you who've shared your heart with me, sent me messages, letting me know what kind of things you wanted to hear from me. Um, you know, sharing your excitement for my podcast. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, it is again, my mission and my goal to, help you guide you be a guiding light be just a just a person in your life not even an expert or a guru or anything although I do feel a lot of um pride in myself for how much work I've done to learn these things and how much I've revisit these topics and I don't just say one and done and I'm an expert (laughs) but I do pride myself on how far I come but I really really just want to be another voice in your life that's just helping you get more clarity on how you feel about the world around you and how you can turn that inward and how the inward, the inward, the, the inside really is a reflection of the outside and vice versa. And when I learned that concept, I remember I was in the car with my older sister, Amy. Um, We were driving from Florida, from Tallahassee, all the way up to Alexandria, Virginia. And that is not a short drive, but we made it in one day and I was so bored. I asked her, can I read a book? Do you have a book that I can read? And she just handed me a book um, and said, here is it. Here this is. And my sister was kind of a hippy dippy at the time. And the way that I saw her, she was a <laughs> a bit of a hippie. And she just had a lot of these like, um, she burned sage and, you know, I think she had crystals and she was always barefoot. And, you know, I just saw her as like this totally out there hippie. Um, but she gave me this book and she was like, you know, read this book. I don't even remember what the book was. Um, but I remember reading in a chapter, like everything is a mirror 
And I was like, oh my God, what? And at that point in my life, I was 16 years old. I think I was almost 17. And there was a lot of, I mean, I'm sure you can relate to this as a 16 year old, but as a 16 year old, there's so much um, gossip and so much he did and she did and um, she's such a blank and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, so much gossip and finger pointing and, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. I was so used to looking at the world around me and being like, he's to blame, she's to blame. And so reading this book that said, it didn't even claim, it it didn't even like kind of suggest, it very much like stated (laughs) in this powerful, like as if it just is kind of way that the world is a mirror and (laughs) everything that we see in others is present in ourselves first. Otherwise we wouldn't even see it. And it blew my freaking mind. It, I... I can't remember. It said something too along the lines of like, imagine if everything you thought about somebody else, you said to yourself first, before you comment on someone's picture, before you send them a text, before you say something out of anger, imagine for a second you saying that thing to yourself. And how does it feel? How does it resonate? What emotions come up? And it said, you know, if done right, if done correctly, if done well, this will provoke a specific like triggered deep anger in you um i really wish i remembered the name of the book uh if i find figure it out i'll do some research i'll put it in the show notes um in the description below because you guys deserve to know it's a good book um and i remember thinking like well that's not true and that's not true and like i called this girl uh like <laughs> a biatch and i called that boy a jerk and you know everyone around me is just like out to get me and that's kind of the mindset that you're conditioned to believe as a teenager um you know it's not right or wrong it just is it's just the way that teenagers think it's just the the um the lifestyle that they are surrounded with and i read this book and i read this book and i just finished it and I remember thinking like realizing why my sister was such a hippie um why she lived the way that she did and it was because in 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 the efforts of being kind to yourself and being kind to others they are one and the same being kind to others is being kind to yourself being kind to yourself is being kind to others and we are all connected and that is one of like the irrefutable laws of the universe is the law of oneness it's that we are all one with each other and one with god or whatever divine creator creator being that you resonate with and we'll get more into the spirituality later because i do not believe that um well we'll talk about it later (laughs) um but i think that when you're talking about ethics and morals and um what you believe i think you can only go so far before you start to bring in God, right? I took a philosophy class in college and my professor kept saying, you know, we could continue this discussion this way if you believe in a higher power. Otherwise, it's going to kind of go more like this. Um, Because all these ethical questions, when we bring up ethics, when we bring up um, anything, when when we really bring up anything in terms of like how you should be or how things are, we don't really know how we should be um we don't really know how things are it's all this speculation that there's this deeper divine parent (laughs) you know creator in the sky or in the earth or in the galaxies whatever in your own mind whatever it really doesn't matter it's it's there's so many similar themes across all spiritual beliefs 
um, but that this creator has unconditional love for you and is connected to you. You are the universe in human form. Um, I got pretty, uh, pretty far there. We'll get, we'll get more into that. I, I, I am so excited to talk about all my spiritual beliefs. Um, that's something that I've been a little shy about expressing on my uh, Instagram and on my Facebook. I've definitely dabbled here and there, but for those of you who follow me on Instagram and Facebook, I will mention like the universe, quote unquote, or um, manifesting or, you know, these kinds of um, moral uh, compasses that come with it. But I will never really gone there in terms of my spiritual beliefs and really divin, divin, dove, dived, dived deep on my own spiritual beliefs and where they came from. Did I just pick them out of my ass? I don't know. <laughs> you know, was it trial and error? Did an angel flash a beam of light at me? You know, we'll get there. So that being said, when we're connecting with the world around us and we're realizing that we are all connected, you can only go so far before spirituality starts to pop up because, you know, of course, inevitably you have to ask the question like, well, what connects us? <laughs> you say we're all connected, but what connects us? And we'll get there. Don't worry. But for now, I just want you to experiment with living your life as if we are all one. And you might have already experimented with this. You may have already heard this before. You might already be doing this. And if so, congratulations. I'm, we are one step closer to world peace. <laughs> um, for me, it is a daily practice. Um, and it has really changed the game for me to realize that what you do unto others, you really truly do unto yourself. And what you do unto yourself, this is the trickier one, what you do unto yourself, you do unto others. And of course, by saying we are all one, it begs a lot of questions. I remember I had got in a discussion with an old dear friend of mine where I talked about how we are all one. We are all one and we all share this planet and we all share a same spirit, really. Um, and I started to get into that and she is atheist. So of course she was like, whoa, 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 let me stop you there. Don't bring up this whole God thing to me. And I did not, of course, because if someone doesn't want to hear it, you know, it is not my place to force anything. Um, but I was suggesting this belief that, um, you know, we were getting on this, this particular topic. Um, and she said, we are not all one. We are all very, very different. And we need to respect those differences. And uh, you know, she started to bring up race and culture and background and, you know, we're all different and we all need to respect those differences. And, um, you know, I, we're not going to really go there today with uh, the race and culture talk, but do not worry. I'm not afraid of talking about race and culture. So that's just another thing that we will dabble on in this podcast because it is so relevant. Um, but what she was suggesting was that we are all very, very separate and I am not you. And yes, she is totally making a very valid point here. We are like I just addressed when I said, I'm not going to force my beliefs on you because you have your spiritual agency and I have mine. And I totally respect the idea that she, um, is atheist. And I will say, you know, listen to what I say and take it with a grain of salt through your own atheist lens. Like you choose to be atheist. I choose to have my spiritual beliefs and they serve me very, very well. And as far as I'm concerned, those atheist beliefs served her very, very well. 
So who am I to take those beliefs away from her or to say that they are not wrong, that, so, that they are wrong or that they that they are undeserved or misplaced? I think the world needs all kinds of angles. Um, we need to see the world from so many different lights so that we can be focused on our own zone of genius. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> but the kind of separation in our discussion was that um, I believe that spirituality is what unites us. And I will get a little further deeper onto what I mean by that in the future, because I'd really love to explain that because I'm sure that you may just have so many questions at this point. Um, or you might say like, oh yeah, yeah, that's totally, uh, that just makes sense, Katie. Like I totally get it. Um, if that is you, don't worry. I will have plenty of uh, alternate perspectives and activities and this is just going to be a really fun podcast, you guys. But the whole point that I'm making here with this conversation with my friend in this bar over cans of rosé is that there is only a certain point that you can get to um, when you're talking about um, being your own muse and, you know, you being everyone, us being all, um, before you split into, you go kind of deep into the spiritual rabbit hole. Um, and spirituality for me has offered me a, uh, moral compass for sure, because saying that we are all one and what you do to yourself, you also do unto others gives me this beautiful moral compass on how I treat myself and how I live my life and how I treat others. And for her, um, you know, she saw it a little bit differently and I'm going to respect that and that's okay. But that's because, um, she was not willing to go down the spiritual rabbit hole with me. Um, so for those of you listening to this podcast, we will go down many spiritual rabbit holes, um, time and a place for everything. Of course, um, I do have my bachelor's of science in psychology, so I will always be relating, um, some of the really woo woo spiritual things back to what is actually happening in the brain physically, psychologically, physiologically, um, because that is, you know, there is a psychology to all the things that I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and you might have heard when you've gotten Reiki done or you've um, gone to see a psychic, you might be hearing the exact same things in a different language that your therapist might be saying or your psychology book, textbook might be saying or your basketball coach. You know, we're all saying the same things because we are all one, my friends. Anyway, um, I want to touch a little bit more on what I was saying about how you treat yourself is how you treat others, because I think that topic needs a little bit more um, depth, a little bit more explanation. Um, so to preface this, I will say that um, how you treat others is how you treat yourself. I think for the most part, I seem to understand and see that we can all concur with that. If we meet someone who is just a jerk off in, in line at the DMV and they are cussing and they're mean and they treat, you know, the staff at the DMV inappropriately or they cut people off on traffic just like that 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 stereotypical jerk i am filming i'm filming as i'm recording this in the middle of summer and i am a little more selective about the time that i go out to run errands these days because it is so hot here in dc so muggy 
it's so hot everywhere. It's not just DC, but it's so hot, so muggy, and kids are out of school, and people are on vacation, and there's a lot of tourists here in DC at this time of year, and people are not super nice. They're not super friendly. So I just am sparing myself the heartache, the headache, um, and the aggravation, and I'm just choosing to run my errands at a different time. So that being said, the picture I painted of somebody who's just a little... Mm, not pleasant. You can assume that they treat themselves in a similar fashion. The things that they think to say to somebody, a gas station employee, a barista, a waiter, person in front of them in line, the things that they can, they think to say, you can only imagine that they think to say it to themselves. Because like I said, you would not fathom saying that out loud to another person if it was not already existent in your psyche yourself um in your own mind and i will i would love to go deeper into that topic on another day i might even dedicate a whole entire podcast episode to that because the idea of projection of projecting your own shit on other people because you feel that way yourself is such a mystery to me and i'm starting to get more and more clarity on it um and that's what's going on here. But the other topic that I really wanted to talk a little bit more about is how you take care of yourself is how you take care of others. And I'm sure that you've heard of people um, saying that self-care, you know, fill your cup up first. You need to take care of yourself. Um, and that is so important. And it sounds like another chore. Honestly, I feel kind of heavy when I, as a, um, when I would meet with my life coaching clients and I would tell them, you sound very burnt out. It sounds like you're taking care of everybody and you need to take care of yourself first. And I would, I know that that's true. That is such a deep, deep truth. But I myself would even feel a little heavy saying it because it sounds like I'm just giving another person another task. I had a life coach myself who would tell me like, oh, you need to, it sounds like you need to go book yourself a massage. It sounds like you need to go to a restaurant and buy yourself a glass of wine and a cheese plate. And I would hear in my mind, I would hear buy, 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 spend, spend money. And I was thinking like, did she not just not hear the fact that I am so drowning in like financial responsibility and I'm freaking out and I have like scarcity around money and time. And she's telling me to go buy myself a, a cheese plate. And what I realized is that she was asking me to go gather evidence that everything is going to be okay if I take care of myself first. If I go and I spend $17 on a cheese plate and wine, probably even more than that, honestly, in DC, <sighs> cheese plate and wine, whatever. We're not going to talk about that. But in DC, a, a little date would probably cost me about $30, a date to myself. Um, so she wanted me to go and gather evidence that taking care of myself will help the rest of my life. Taking a break, giving myself a little $30 for a date to just be, and I don't have to think about anything. And I don't bring my phone unless I wanted to. I bring my journal and I have a cup of coffee and maybe I make a new friend and maybe I come back feeling so refreshed and just like I have these new ideas. I know every time I do something like this for myself, and I just be, I don't worry about like, oh my God, how much is this going to cost? I don't worry about that. I choose to think about other things myself because this life coach, this woman who I trusted gave me that advice to 
just be somewhere else for a minute. And you don't even have to go get wine and cheese. Like you can just go pick some flowers or go sit in the park, but choose to send those worry thoughts of how self-care is selfish. Send them away. Just just let them pass like clouds. Um, in that moment, that's like, boom, when I get these ideas. The idea for this podcast came to me when I was getting so frustrated with my computer. I'm currently um, using my husband's old laptop because mine broke and I'm in the process of getting a new one. But in the meantime, I'm using my husband's laptop and it was frustrating me so much and my tasks were building up. I decided to close it and go walk away. And I was um, on my phone and randomly I just got this hit to record a podcast and here we are, my friends, here we are. And I'm so grateful that I did because I really do feel like the words I'm saying right now are just flowing and I'm loving it. And I'm so grateful that I did this. So anyway, the people who are the kindest to themselves, who say the nicest things to themselves will in turn see more of that niceness, that awesomeness, that beauty in others. And that is the best advice that I can give to anybody who is struggling with their self-confidence, struggling with their relationships, struggling with whether or not they believe that they can do something or they have the resources to support it. Literally take your self-care. And by self-care, I mean how freaking nice you are to yourself. Self-care doesn't have to mean bubble bath. Of course it can, because, you know, I love me a good bubble bath. But it's kind of a buzzword, so I want to re, um, reinvent it a little bit by just saying self-care is how nice you are to yourself. I remember last winter I posted something on Facebook about how if you are taking care of others in a big way, you need to take care of yourself in an even bigger way. And of course, I get messages from um, women who are teachers, moms, all the things. And I hear, if only, you know, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. And again, self-care is so associated with money and going and buying yourself this spa package that, oh my goodness, my friends, it's just being nice to yourself. I remember in college, I decided that I was so tired of not being able to afford self-care that I just started talking to myself more nicely. I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, enough is enough, Katie Skinner. I'm just going to be nicer to you. I'm going to talk to you nicely. I'm going to talk to you like you're my best friend and I think you're amazing. And that was my self-care. And lo and behold, it was so much easier for me to say that to other people. It was so much easier for me to let these amazing, glorious, kind words just flow from my mouth (laughs) to other people. From my soul, not just my mouth. I wasn't just saying them. I was really feeling them. And here we are, my friends. Here we are. Okay, so if you made it that far, that's the end of that recording, um, if you can't tell. Um, if you made it through that far, you have made it through my phase where I was so excited. Oh my God, like all, I was getting all these messages and I was seeing so much and hearing so much and feeling so much and I was not grounding myself. I was not grounding back myself into my body and who I was and what my divine purpose was. I was just kind of in this like kid in a candy store energy with all this kind of stuff. Um, So to kind of tie this all together, um, I talked about ethics and I talked about how we are all one. I talked about what your own muse means. And I read that email at the beginning of this podcast about, um, you know, is it it vain? Is it self-serving to be 
um, in our own self-interest. And I, I really feel like I went in a lot of different directions in this podcast. So thank you for bearing with me. Um, especially listening to younger me, I think I was 25. That's not that long ago, but like, it felt like such a lifetime ago. I have grown so quickly. And I just want to ask you if you are doing the same and you are allowing yourself to be inspired and stay inspired. Um, That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for being with me. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Funky Aphrodite. Um, I have lots of free resources on there on my Instagram for you to dive deeper. Um, I think you guys are wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your feedback with me, for sharing your testimonial, sharing your reviews. This podcast just grows and grows the more that you guys help me, um, the more that you guys get involved, show up for the community. So thank you for being with me. Thank you for growing with me. Thank you for sharing your stories.